Hey guys, it's John here. Just wanted to uh, share my thoughts real quick on this weekend. Uh, so I know Benji already touched upon some of the things that happened uh, this weekend, so I won't, you know, go into detail. I think we all know that uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George landed on the Clippers. Uh, Jerry West uh, pulls it off again. The guy is is absolutely amazing. Anywhere he goes, teams win uh, and organizations improve, become contenders. So. Um, he's a legend. So shout out to him and shout out to Kawhi uh, for uh, for bringing parity to the league for the first time in like five years. Um, I think uh, I think we all needed it. We all needed a break from uh, from super teams after the LeBron James super teams and the the Warriors. Uh, it's good to see the the league with uh, with talent spread across the different teams, um, and you know teams that have two all stars, two superstars at best. Um, you know, I think we could all agree that it it adds excitement to the league. So, shout out to them. Uh, but you know, and Benji touched upon this a little bit. You know, even though the Lakers missed out on on Kawhi Leonard um, and missed out on being the next super team and being the next dynasty, um, I'd still put them as favorites to win the championship next year. You know, Benji said that they were they were neck and neck, uh, and they are. But I would give the edge to the Lakers, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this a little bit. So. So first of all, you know, people were all over Twitter, were laughing at the fact that if the Lakers don't land Kawhi, that they're not going to be able to fill out their roster and they're going to have to get a bunch of, you know, scrubs on their bench on minimum contracts. Um, but the Lakers actually have filled out their roster pretty nicely. I think Danny Green is a huge signing for the Lakers. Um, and I don't think that's getting uh, sort of the, the the credit that it that it deserves. Uh, that's a huge signing for them. He's a championship player. He's uh, a almost a perfect three and D guy. Um, and Benji said it right when he said that he's uh, he's essentially a poor man's uh, Clay Thompson. So that's a big pickup for them. Uh, and I agree that Boogie Cousins is also a big pickup for them. You know, he he actually during the regular season he contributed nicely to the to the Warriors. He just happened to get injured again come playoff time, uh, and he wasn't healthy in the playoffs. He still had some nice moments in the finals, uh, but he also had some really bad moments, some really careless turnovers, poor decisions. Um, but you know that I think that comes from from rushing back and 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 not being ready and wanting to do more than you can. Uh, so I think if he stays healthy and you know if they manage his minutes properly um, and he's able to be healthy come playoff time and be healthy when it matters most, 
and sort of shake the rust off a little bit and get back to, you know, he's never going to be a hundred percent of what he was, but if he can get back to being 70, 75% of what he was before his Achilles injury, you know, he can contribute 16 points, eight rebounds, a couple of assists, um, and be, you know, be, be, a, be a tough guard for, for anyone. So that's a great signing for them. Jared Dudley, another good veteran, good locker room guy. Uh, Rondo is a winner. Um, and by all accounts, he, he was a, gr- a great locker room guy last season for the Lakers. Um, so that's a good, uh, you know, KCP, durable, um, solid player, not amazing, but can give some solid minutes off the bench and you know he's going to be available. Uh, and Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, people are sleeping on Kuzma. People are acting like it's, it's LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis, and then a bunch of scrubs. And that's it. No, it's it's not. Kyle Kuzma is the legitimate third option. Um, you know, he can take if he takes a a step forward next season, he can average twenty one points a game potentially. You know, if he can get his shooting percentages up, he was a he was about a thirty six percent shooter from the from beyond the arc in his rookie season and then that took a dip last season I'm not you know maybe it was it was playing with with LeBron and then not playing you know who knows what was going on there maybe it was the system that he had to get used to but if he could bring that back up to around 36 37 percent he could space the floor he can get hot um, and I can see you know and he's he doesn't seem like a guy who's scared of the big moment at all you know he seems like a guy that that is built for it. He wants to smoke. Um, and he's, you know, I could see him contributing big in, in big games when it matters most. I could see that in, there's some dog in it. Uh, so I really like Kuzma and I think he's a legitimate third option, uh, next to, next to Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Um, and we've seen LeBron James play with two, with two all-stars, two superstars before. Um, and the third option always gets relegated to the three-point line anyway, right? So the third option always becomes a spacer anyway and is, and is taking open threes. You know, we saw it with Chris Bosh. We saw it with Kevin Love. You know, maybe if they would have gotten Kawhi Leonard, uh, then Anthony Davis would have been relegated to the, to the three-point line and he would have had to be that third option. So I think Kuzma can fit, could fit into that role really nicely. Um, and as long as he can really buckle down on the defensive end um, and really take a, a, a step forward on the defensive end as well and concentrate on that side of the court, um, I think he can be a really good third option for them. Um, so definitely don't sleep on the Lakers. Um, and I, like I said, I'm picking them to win the champion next, championship next season. I'm picking them over the Clippers. Now the Clippers, I think are going to be, uh, you know, a, a, an amazing team. 
I think they're going to be the the best team in the in the West in the in the regular season. And I think they're going to be a really tough out for the Lakers. I think it's going to go to seven. But just the way the Lakers match up with them, you know, the the Clippers one through three are all NBA first team defensive guys, right? Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, the best defensive player in the game, and Paul George, right? That's that's a prison out there on the perimeter. But I think with the Lakers, the Lakers can put out a lineup onto the floor that has LeBron James at point guard or point forward, Danny Green at shooting guard, Kyle Kuzma at small forward, Anthony Davis at power forward, and Boogie Cousins at center. Right? They can, if that lineup can perform well, now I know there's not going to be, maybe there, there won't be enough space in that lineup, but they are big uh, and they're all talented on the offensive end. Danny Green can space, you know, LeBron can shoot. Kuzma, I think, you know, if he can get his percentages up to 36, 37%, he can shoot. He's not someone you want to leave open. So I think that that lineup is going to be tough for the Clippers to, to defend because they're, they have three guys in that lineup that can, that can play in the post. LeBron can get into the post. Uh, Boogie Cousins can get into the post. Anthony Davis you know, can, can play in the post. So they're going to be, they're going to be tough for, they're going to be a a tough matchup for the Clippers for that reason. You know, these aren't, it's not the Warriors. It's not guarding Clay Thompson and Steph Curry who do 90% of their damage uh, out there behind the arc. And they have to get free to, you know, to get good looks at, at three. That's not, that's not what that is. Right, it's not Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. That's not who they're they're guarding. Right, those. If it was against those teams, then yeah, I, I pick the Clippers because the Clippers can give those guys fits. Right, they can they can marginalize a Damian Lillard and a C.J. McCollum. They can they can make it really really hard on Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Right, but. The Lakers have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, uh, Boogie Cousins, you know, a, a lineup with those three guys out on the floor. They're doing a lot of their work in the paint. Uh, and they can do a lot of damage in the post. So I think that that's a matchup that favors the Lakers, right? Plus, add to the fact that the, the Lakers are going to play every game on their home court. They're going to have home court advantage every single game, right? Because they're playing in Sable Centers and 90% of the crowd are going to be Laker fans. So they have that advantage as well. So for those reasons, I'm picking the Lakers in seven against the Clippers. It's going to be a really exciting series. Um, And then I'm picking the Lakers in six against whoever comes out of the East, whether it's the the Sixers or or the Pacers. By the way, I agree with uh, with Benji that the Pacers can make some noise next season. 
potentially come out of the East. Uh, a lot of teams took a step back. The Sixers took a step back. Um, the Celtics took a step back. Right? So Toronto obviously took a huge step back. So I think the, the East is wide open. It, uh, but, you know, they the, the Sixers still have Embiid and Simmons uh, and Horford now. So um, I, I would still pick them to come to come out of the East. So my prediction is Lakers in seven against the Clippers. They're going to have home court advantage. Every game that series in the Western Conference Finals, it's going to be a great series, I think. Really fun to watch. Really excited for it. Uh, and then Lakers in six against whoever comes out of the East. I think the Sixers. Um, so that's that's my prediction. Let's see what happens.